Don't you know that the Lord knows what's going on? <clears throat> I must confess, I came to Sunday school this morning. It was a life group. We don't call them Sunday school anymore. I was prepared to speak to my life group on the book of Acts, chapter 27, verse, verses 1 through 12. And as we drank coffee and got things going, I turned to Miss Cindy and I said, Miss Cindy, who's preaching this morning? And she looked at me like only a mother can look at a, <laughs> at a little boy who has done wrong. It says, you are, Brother Randy. I said, no, no, who is speaking this morning? She went out and got Brian Fairchild, <laughs> who came in and said, Brother Randy, I told you, you were speaking on the 27th of February. I told you last month. Well, anyway, we, are, we have had a move of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> he has accomplished in these altars what he will, was, wants to accomplish and I would sit down and say, let's just dismiss. But I think it is very important every Sunday with the Holy Spirit moving in the altars or not that we hear the Word of God, that we read the Word of God, that we hear it and receive it. What happens in the altars can be fleeting, but the Word of God is forever established in heaven and on earth. And so, I have three words for you this morning. Words of compliment, words of encouragement, words of um, uh, and a, a compliment and encouragement. Let's keep it like that. Unity, love, and prayer. Unity, love, and prayer. If I was a preacher and the pastor coming in to a new church, and they would ask me, what do you want to find in that church when you come? I would love to come to a church that was unified where everyone loved each other, and they all prayed for the pastor. Praise God. Praise God. Unity, love, and prayer. That is what has kept us together, kept us growing, kept us in, in a move of the Spirit of God since October when we were without a pastor. What kept us growing? Unity, love, and prayer. What will keep us going when Pastor Scott Brandon arrives next week? Unity, love, and prayer. Where's Winston? <laughs> he knows I can filibuster a topic. Here we go. 
I found this scripture in Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Turn with me to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. I don't have it on the screen because I didn't know I was going to speak. <laughs> Ephesians, the fourth chapter, beginning with the 11th verse. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip the people for works of service so that the body of Christ might be built up until we all reach unity in faith. Underline unity in faith. And in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then, there, then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking truth in love, we, grow, we will grow to become in every aspect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ. From him whom the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love. Underline, grows and builds itself up in love as each other, do, each does its work. I think, I don't expect him to do this, but I think an incoming pastor would give a month's salary to find a church that's full of unity and love and praying for him specifically. Unity. Christian unity is made strong when every member is true to his assignment, to her assignment. Everyone does what they are called to do. Some are pastors, some are teachers, some are evangelists, some are prophets, some are apostles. Giftedness varies. Some have the gift of mercy and some have the gift of giving. We're all called to be merciful, all called to give. Some do it with great ease. Others have to work on it. But as we work together, as we are unified together as the body of Christ, we function correctly. When that ACL in your knee says, I don't want to be joined to the knee any longer. I want to be my own ACL tendon ligament you try to walk around a little bit without that ACL. If the other one tires, you're in trouble. All this body will move and, and, and shift, and we will be called to, to, to go and to be. And it requires everyone doing their part according to their giftedness. Love. 
Another scripture found in, uh, in Ephesians. Listen to this. This is what has held us together, and this is what Brother Scott's going to find when he comes here. Therefore, in, in the fourth chapter of uh, Ephesians, once again, verse 25 through 32. Therefore, laying aside falsehood, speak truth, each one of you with his neighbor. For we are members of one another. Be angry, and yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and do not give the devil an opportunity. He who steals, let him steal no more. Let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth. Don't give the Holy Spirit, don't grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you are sealed from the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ has also forgiven you. In this reading, of course, I would have found a better one had I <laughs> thought to prepare. There is no mention of the word love. But in its place is the, is the very definition of love. Love in the scriptures is not some romantic emotion. It is something you do. Love is something you do. You let all bitterness and wrath and anger and malice be put away from you. Love is something you do. You're kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another. Love. This is something you do. Hmm. Actually, love is like the, the glue that brings the unity to the church that we need. In, there's a little scripture in, in Colossians, a little line that says, their hearts having been knit together in love. They are knitted together, unified in love by what we do for one another. And here in this scripture in Ephesians that I read, it's the joints that are held together the body of Christ is held together by love, joined together. And prayer, hmm, I think above all, this has is, this is kept us in love and in, and in unity. And I can't thank enough the men and women, woman, the men and women who spoke to us over the last few months. Can't thank you enough for bringing us to the altars in prayer, for bringing us and reminding us that it is through our communication with God, our relation with God through prayer, that we find ourselves unified in love. Listen to this scripture in Ephesians once again. It's easy to go to Ephesians when you're not prepared and, and find what you need. With all prayer and petition, 
Pray at all times in the Spirit, and with this view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all saints, and pray on my behalf that utterance may be given to me in the opening of my mouth that I, to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in proclaiming it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Um, this context, in context here, we put on the whole armor of God in the first verses of the sixth chapter. And then having done all that, put on the armor of God and made ourselves ready, what do you do? You pray. Oh, no, you go out and fight. No, yeah, you do. In prayer. Prayer. And who do we pray for? Well, one another, of course. But in this case, we're talking about our pastor, his family, his wife and children who are coming. We pray with all prayer and all supplication and petition that he may be able to speak with boldness the word of God. Paul's prayer request. Paul said, pray for me that I may boldly preach the gospel as I ought. If I was a pastor coming into a church and I found a unified body that loved one another and was praying that I would boldly and faithfully preach the gospel. Woo! Man, I found it. Eureka! It's just the place. And I believe we are prepared to receive him. I grew up in the church of God. And the church of God out of Cleveland will, will move their pastors around from time to time. The overseer does that. The church doesn't decide. That's the way it was when I was growing up. I understand a lot of that has changed. Uh, but uh, I remember one morning, our pastor was preaching his final sermon, and a new pastor would come next week that we had met. And uh, uh, Pastor Mortensen said, Now when this new man comes, you all pray for him and love him. And give him a good pounding. Well, I don't know if you know what a pounding is. But if you look it up, it's a beating. <laughs> and he said, let me state clearly, a pounding, not a pounding, a beating over the head. It had to do with everyone bringing a pound of food. <laughs> pounding and give him a good pounding and I don't mean over the head I don't know that 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 is required of us uh, but whatever our new pastor needs we will do it in love because we've been praying for him we've been asking God to send us the man and send us the people the person that will lead us and guide us and uh We'll give him a good pounding. <laughs> uh, unity, love, and prayer. Interesting that unity and love are mentioned by the Lord in his uh, upper room discourse 
John chapters 13 through 17, I believe, 18. He talks to them, keep my commandments if you love me. Lord, keep them, Father, keep them together. Make them one, unity. May they love as we love. Love, unity. He didn't speak so much about prayer when he was telling them he was going away. Talk to them about unity and love. Why? Because unity and love are something you really got to work at. It's something that really is contrary to our human nature. Prayer, we learn to pray. I can teach you to pray. I can teach you prayers. We can learn to pray. But unity and love comes strictly from the Holy Spirit within us, the kind of unity and love that we need. We've got it, let's guard it with all, with all our might. Let's guard the love. Um, I, don't, I don't hear people talking, uh, you know, brother so-and-so, and what he said he is. I don't hear that here. I don't want to hear it. We shouldn't have that kind of talk about one another. You know something about someone? Go to them, talk to them, pray with them. We have it. We have unity and love, and we have been a church of prayer. For the last five or six months, it's been a church of prayer. It's not time to stop. It's time to continue. And when Brother Scott comes his family, he will find what every pastor would love to find in a church. Say it with me. Unity, love, and prayer. Will you bow your heads with me? Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for the way you moved this morning in these altars. For what you're doing in the hearts of men and women, young people. I pray now in the strong name of Jesus that you would protect our new pastor as he travels, as he comes to be with us this afternoon for our meeting. I pray that you would be with them as they sell their home, as they buy a home, as they travel, as they move into new schools and new friends and new uh, community. I pray, O oh God, that the unity that he finds here will only make it easier for him to pastor us. I pray that the love that he finds here will only make it easier for his family to fall in love with us and us with them. I pray, O oh God, that we will not stop praying for our pastor. We know that he is under attack, that he is under great stress to be all that we want him to be and all that you want him to be and all that he wants to be. That kind of stress, oh God, is unbearable at times. We pray, oh Jesus, that you would bless him and help him. May we be the church that he needs to find. 
May we be a blessing to him. We know he will be a blessing to us. Help him to speak boldly and faithfully the word of God. May we take correction and discipline from him. May we be the ones, O oh Lord, to strengthen him when he is down. May we take care of him in every way. Jesus, make us the church that we need to be. Unified, full of love for one another, for you, for the community, for the lost, for our pastor. May we never quit praying. In the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen.